chirping. I gotta figure out how to do both of those. Exactly what I was gonna say. I'm just need, it now. Just need I'm a little, yeah. Yeah. I'm now. You'll find love with me somehow. Somehow, baby. Strong convertible music. They have like the wide pants. So you go to funky ass PCA. Yeah. Like you drive this plane. This is no destination music. That's. That's a fucking that's a playlist. How come nobody's made the no destination? Because people are stupid. They just want to turn up and go to brunch. Damn. <laughs> this is no destination. We, we ain't going no. I'll pick a direction. Pick a direction. We're going to have some nice music going. It's warm outside. It's fucking fall in California, which means absolutely nothing because the weather's going to do what the fuck it feel like doing. And it's global warming because we as human beings don't give a shit about this planet. So when it's cold, it's it's summertime. And then when it's hot, it's fucking Christmas. Why? Just because everything is upside down, inside out. This is goddamn Stranger Things and we're inside the, the upside down. That's how things are rolling. But you just turn on some shit like this for happy music. It's sunny outside. It feels warm. If you don't have a convertible fucking Ace Ventura, stick your head out the window and just like enjoy that bitch like a dog ass nigga that she is. And just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Let the breeze hit you. Let the vitamin D get to your skin. Let the sun shine down on you. Just listen to good, good, good feeling music. You around this bitch busting out the saxophone. Look at you, sexy motherfucker. Yeah, just a little, just fire in the sky. Okay, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Fire in the sky by Anderson nice, Pack. It make you like it didn't make you do one of these. This is some happy right. shit. This is a happy day. Uh, it don't you matter what you're doing. You just feel great. Okay, In- introduction a little bit. But you know what ahead, I made me think about real quick that you said? is like the no destination thing and all the music is like turn up shit and get to the ground. But it's like, I don't know if the niggas play up. Some of them do. I mean, I think, obviously, if like Rick Ross's flowers, even though that shit is like opulent though, I don't know if I'm like really no destinationing it, but it's still for whatever. It's like, it was like, damn, nigga, you get rich to still hustle. Like, you want to hustle. Like, I'm not taking away that, but I'm like, no, not, I realize like I don't hear a lot of it. Maybe that's where I should like focus my energy on more because I've been thinking about that this week. And it's like, damn, they like y'all niggas get rich. Like I was listening to Meek Mill shit. I'm like, damn, this rich shit don't even seem fun. Like, where the fuck is the no destination shit? I got all this money. Like, and if you were living off, if you were a thousandaire, once you become a millionaire, I'm like, obviously, you know, talk about taxes and all that other shit. But you're in a space to just, I just want to go do whatever this week. Like, fuck. This this is taking care of itself. This is kind of working. This money over here, like that's the setup. Is like ah, yeah, we got this billion trillion dollar deal right now. I'm gonna focus on that. But these next couple of deals, if I can't work on them, like you know, quickly or like autonomously or whatever, like yeah, let's just get on this plane and go wherever. And fuck all the places that we always go to. I just want to go somewhere. Where like I don't know where we going. Just get on this motherfucking go. That's that's like. I don't. I want to say that's a different level of rich, but I can't even say that because shout out to Duval. That's what Duval do. Man, I got my own plane, and when I want to go home to the Bahamas, I'm gonna go to the Bahamas. When I want to be in Atlanta, I'm gonna go to Atlanta. If I want to be in Florida, I'm gonna go to Jacksonville. Like wherever I want to be, when I feel like being there, I'm gonna go on my own private plane that I have the pilot's license to fly, so I don't have to wait on anybody. So it's not rich shit. It's just like I've cultured myself enough to put myself in good positions, and I'm. I'm self-reliant, so I don't have to worry about like having a ton of money. Long as I can put some gas in this bitch and go, I'm straight. You can fly yourself to all of your shows. Not like I gotta rent a private jet because ooh, rich shit. Like no, I, I flew myself here. 
Yeah, I think grind culture is kind of dangerous. I'm not saying niggas shouldn't grind. Definitely chase your dreams and don't stop. But I feel like there is like this bit of misunderstanding of like, you know, enjoy the journey, enjoy the this, but also you have to enjoy it. Like niggas are just, I'm rich, but I need to stay rich. I need to take care of I'm like, you do have to take care of your family. Absolutely. But it's like, you don't have to take care of your family the way I got to take care of my family. Like you, you have a little more rope, my G. Like relax or decompress. You don't have to say relax. Find whatever word you like. Just do that. Do people really know how to relax though? Because no. if you spend so much time like chasing the bag, trying to be on rich shit, do you really understand what it means to just fucking chill? No. And like to bring it to, you know, mental health, like <laughs> you can get as you know rich as you want, but if you never address it, like I come from like, like my whole fucking mindset is to not lack. It's like you don't even take the time, I think, to realize like, hey, I'm kind of up right now. And it's it's cool. Like, I want to keep this, but I don't want to spend my life like, fuck, I can't even lay down and enjoy it because I'm so worried about losing this. Just, you did a good thing. Enjoy your good thing. So the the get to the bag hustle mentality, rich mindset has aspects of lack to it? Yeah. Like, even though it's like I'm, I'm thriving, I'm thriving in the image of abundance, but my mindset comes from fear. It's fear based. Literally yesterday, me and my sister was sitting there. Meek Mill dropped his shit. Where to meet? Right. You know, we're home. Um, <laughs> but we were listening to his shit, and it's like, it's not bad. I know one time he did an interview however long ago talking about, you know, he always going to mention the Roly. He always going whatever, whatever. But in the middle of that, I'm like, damn, my nigga, like, and I know there was a there was even a fucking a story that talked about him not thinking he gets his flowers. Great conversation. Like, I can, I can, I can rock with that. But the whole time I'm sitting there, I was like, You've been meek since I was in like college. You know what I'm saying? Like I graduated. I'm a mom, I just thought literally of that time. I was like, I graduated college in 2011. Around 2010, 2011, welcome to my house party was a fucking thing. We was, you know, even even now I saw somebody's story the other day. Every nigga named Mama Tis. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? I'm like, you've been this nigga for a long time. Is it really when you get in the booth? Is it like, fuck, I don't have it? They'd be like, damn, nigga, like you get to be meek and still can't enjoy being meek? I feel like that's a choice, though. Like, in your, even if it's just in your city, but in your city, at the stadiums, at the games, they play your songs as like, Philly anthems for the people, for the, the crowd, even the white people, like the crowds understand this is a Philly thing. The team understands this is a Philly thing. People know the words and they sing along with it. Other college teams use it as well. How are you not getting your flowers would be my question. Now, the mindset, I, I just thought about this maybe like today, last couple of days. It's always been a thing for rappers to kind of drink it. Like I'm hot, but I let me complain about how much respect I don't get. Like Rodney Dangerfield status. Like I don't get no respect. Like, is it true though? But I'm thinking from this space of lack or, or I, I have to put on this image that I don't get respect or I'm missing something or I'm lacking something to make you pay more attention to me, even though I have all the attention to begin with. I think that's a part of it. I think there is this thing where like, you know, it works as people, you know, as a community, like we are a community that lacks in a lot of areas. So it's like, I need to resonate with somebody who comes from black, like he don't got it. Like I ain't got it. He came out the mud and it's like, yeah, but show me what it's like to enjoy it. Cause like you are also kind of, and everybody grown. So it's like, it's, you know, scale it down of course, but like you are kind of teaching motherfuckers that there is never a point where you get to just enjoy it. You don't get to just be like, yo, you know, don't sit here. Don't be just like, I made it and, and get stagnant. But like, hey, I'm getting it, but I'm not getting it like I had to get it before. Like, my motivation is different. I want to, you know, like, even when we look at, oh, man, hope is always such an easy fucking thing. It was like, I'm grinding to get out whatever. Now I'm grinding to change the community. Like, my purpose has grown. And I think that's what, I think that's also a thing. Like, it doesn't allow us the ability to grow in purpose. Niggas always you know, moving weight because you had to move weight to get out. And it's like, hey, you don't move weight anymore. That don't make you no bitch because now you're moving buildings. And niggas is like, holy shit. That nigga is. Like, it shouldn't be a surprise if you hear, like, fucking, I don't know, Rick Ross and Boot. Like, Boot, like, okay, 
I know this is probably everybody's bad guy. <laughs> like in teaching niggas how to move, it's like not condoning his comments on a lot of stuff. He literally just got on the flag and called niggas punks. And I was like, shit, nigga. Um, but uh, he was up there and um, even this whole movie thing, it's like if I'm, in general, I find it inspiring and, and just regularly, but if I'm a Baton Rouge nigga, you come from where Boosie comes from, and it's like, hey man, fuck rap. Like, I'm a rap, but also, like, I'm gonna do a movie, I'm gonna get in some snacks, I'm gonna own my own everything. So it's like, hey, you know, like, it's cool. And then, honestly, when that nigga be talking, I be like, he look happy. It's not, you know, necessarily like for uh, certain communities, but it does kind of teach niggas, like, no, man, get out here and bowl. Get out here and whatever. Get out here and, you know, be happy, nigga. Like, I like pear. Like, we're crossing, like, a happy nigga, nigga. I'm taking hikes and shit and having fun. And, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, not to take away from niggas who are whatever, but, yeah, make it make, it make sense that this is also dope, too. Like, this is a fun time. You can enjoy your shit. Shit, it's like, I get money and now I got more problems to suck. You do, but you also have a good good shit is happening as well. You have to perceive that though. Cause if your whole goal was to get money and your whole motivation is money, then how do you know how to enjoy things? Like Boosie, you said Boosie's happy, right? But one could argue, especially at one specific point in time, Meek was getting way more money than Bootsy. For sure. But somehow this dude that gets less money than you is more happier than you. Why is that? Cause he just, I'm doing what I feel like doing. I'm saying what I feel like saying. I'm comfortable within myself. I'm comfortable with my lifestyle. If you don't like it, that's fine. If you do like it, welcome to the party. I appreciate you. No pun intended, but Hey, I'm enjoying this. This is my life at the end of the day. And if you with me, you great. If you not, I don't hate you, but go over there. Whereas somebody like Meek is like, no, I need as much validation as possible to make me feel happy. But I'm chasing things that are not real happiness. I need more money to be happy. I got to keep this money coming in to be happy. I need attention to be happy. But what really makes you happy? I think, yeah, that that I think that takes one doing even just the slightest amount of like mental work or self-reflection, like understanding what it is you're like looking for and what you're bringing into your life, like. I was looking at them, like, even last week, we made the whole shit about Clubhouse. So I'm still, I'm not talking in there. Maybe we still play out of it. But I was bouncing around just some of these rooms, and I'm like, fuck. Because, you know, it starts to wear, and you're like, damn, nigga, like, fuck these hoes, and fuck these goofy-ass niggas. Like, I was like, damn, like, I don't even know these motherfuckers, but every room before I even clicked in, and it's like, get the booty ass after hours. I'm like, y'all are in here talking. There's no pussy in here. It's like, get the next one, like, can a woman make money and a man respect you. I was like, damn, nigga, do these women care about a man? I'm like, all right, dude. And I just like, it took me, I was literally just clicking random shit for like 20 minutes and I was like, okay, the search button. And then I started to fall into like mental health spaces and fucking astronomy spaces and I don't know, nigga, text, but just shit I didn't know. But I was like, oh, all these fucking just, I just clicked, man, I clicked like 14 things and it was just like, okay. And all of a sudden all these rooms start to populate. And it was like some conversation I was in where it was like just, you know, late diagnosis, ADHD, and how that affects relationships. And I was like, I'm a mental health nigga. I should be fucking loving these rooms like this. Or, um, you know, philosophy rooms. There was a room full of people who were like technically, I think, artists. And the room ended up turning into like philosophical differences about how we attract the world and positivity room this and real estate room that. I was like, you know what, you got to kind of take inventory because you've been bouncing around thinking the algorithm has been just throwing you bullshit. And I was like, that has made me irritable. Because now every time I see it, like, it's mad. It's not just that, it's not that shit's not out there, but everything I'm seeing is like, these niggas ain't shit. You got to fucking, uh, you know, bend over backwards for a bit. And then like, as a man, you're supposed to just endure never be happy. But that's manhood. And then like, you know, love is dying of fucking high cholesterol because you stressed, you know, making your wife happy. Like, what the fuck do y'all talk about? And I'm like, oh, okay, it's my fault for, like, looking in these spaces for five fucking ever. So I think paralleling that to some of these, like, artists or rappers and music, it ain't saying don't listen to that, don't indulge in that, don't even rap about that. But maybe, you know, just 
I'm happy because it just, you know, one day you're sitting there in your big fucking mansion, you know, you got your fucking Lambo out front, and it's like, man, it's hard out here for a nigga who's rich. And then it's like, it's crazy how that might be true, but also your robe is made out of like fucking, I don't know, a thousand count Egyptian, whatever the fuck, like, it's a little less, like you're having a good day. Like it's a bad day, but there's literally somebody like living in, Couple and niggas are just kicking their doors. And so it's a bad day, but it's not a bad day. It could be a worse day. Not even that it could be a worse day. You chose the day that you're having. Because it's like, it's, it's hard for a rich nigga, but I bought all this other stuff that's of a super high need as far as, like, say, maintenance is concerned. Like, say, Ross. I have this big ass estate that requires the grass to be cut. Now, granted, he'll go out there and cut his own grass. So he says... And I'll, I'll I'll take his word up on that, but it takes a lot of maintenance. It's way more than if I just said, you know what, I'm just going to buy me a couple acres not too far from where I grew up at, and I'm going to live over here. Like, I have a lower maintenance high lifestyle, but I have a high capacity to maintain it. I have a lot of wiggle room, as opposed to I have a high amount of capacity to maintain some shit, and I'm going to push everything I buy to that limit. Now I'm stressing. Because I don't have much room to maneuver. There's not much comfort in this little area that I have. You're stressing because you chose the shit. So you can't be too mad at everything else being the way it is because you put it there. Where's the accountability? Do you do you really have some some understanding and comprehension of the shit that you put in your life? Even as far as when it goes to the clubhouse stuff, you recognizing that, wait a minute. Although this shit is it's an abundance of bullshit floating around in all these other rooms, I don't have to choose to listen to none of this shit. This is stupid. Exit out of here. This is stupid. Exit out of here. At some point, I'm going to reach some things that actually fulfill me. But I have the understanding and comprehension that, hmm, I can choose this shit. No, that's dumb. That's dumb. That's dumb. I'm shaping my experience here on this clubhouse shit because I'm choosing what I want to listen to. And I want to listen to this philosophical shit as opposed to niggas ain't shit and bitches ain't shit. And you got to do this and come to my master class of ass and booty cheeks. And I'm like, nobody cares about all that shit. Well, I won't say nobody, but it's, you know. The weird thing about it is as far as like choosing the space that you want to be in, it's like, how do I say this? My kids in the back. It's the dog. Oh, God, I say? yeah. He's like he's in the room, and <laughs> like I, I would, I would have him out, but like he's super fucking like. He's young. I don't know. Anyways, um, the thing about uh, what was I trying to say? Oh, going in like some of those spaces. It's like when I'm in there. It's one to go in there too much. I think definitely like bombards the brain. Like I said, you end up being like mad fucking negative. Mm-hmm. But I think the only reason I sometimes still go in, will still go in there, is one. I want to serve my people, so it's like going in this space. Part of me thinks of as fucked up as this sounds. These are gonna be the motherfuckers that come and like sit on my couch. So I have to be able to at least listen to these perspectives. And even if I'm just starting out talking to my fucking self, it's like, okay, I can, un- I can, un- I can undo that. I can undo that. I can undo that. I can undo that. Just think about it. I'm like, you definitely can't un- undo 30 motherfuckers at a time. Like, okay, you said something that is tying in. This, and that to me comes to like part of the triple C's of, you know, comprehending. Cause people will say shit and they'll say shit as, regular without any of the fucking jargon that you don't need but it's just like this is this i'm like y'all are not comprehending what this person says and i think that is like some i don't know that might be like trauma informed conversation or not untrauma informed just traumatized conversation off top that person said a thing and it's like come on man like if you just sat there for two seconds you know what they meant like you know exactly what that motherfucking meant or on the flip side i kind of like i don't say i like but um, I have a thing of trying to listen to motherfuckers because there's tons of gurus out here. So, you know, you hear motherfuckers say like, well, when you, you know, you know your worth, you separate from negativity. And it's like, that's dangerous. That's dangerous because you're not saying what, what you're saying. You are teaching people to run from adversity. You're teaching right. people like, oh, I'm never the problem. No, bitch, you are the issue. And that's not saying that like women are like you, ma'am, you are the, 
architect is horseshit. Nigga, you are making this. You're teaching people to move fucked up. Now that that is getting on my nerves. That's, 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 that's the bullshit that kind of convolutes the space. It pollutes the space. Because there's a lot of virtue signaling for attention. A lot of people are meeking it. I'm doing shit for attention because I want to stay relevant. That way I can monetize it and turn it into profit for myself. But you're not understanding what you referenced, the, the triple C's, people's ability to comprehend. So for those that don't know, compre- the triple C's are comprehension, clarity, and care. That's not some shit that's therapeutic. That's some shit that we made up just by way of conversation. Just so if you start Googling this shit. This sounds sexy, don't it? real nice. Yeah. Making nipples hot. And that shit is wonderful. But it's, it's not a, a specific term. But you have to understand as far as comprehension when it comes to communication, right? How is this person going to comprehend what I'm saying? Or are they comprehending it in the first place? Is there clarity in what I'm saying? Is there clarity in what they're saying? Is there clarity in what's being communicated? Is there a clear understanding of things? And do you care? Do you give a shit? Like, do you really give a shit? Because if I'm just out here virtue signaling because I want likes and clicks and attention and subscribers and all that other stuff, you don't really care for real. At least not about the real shit. I care about me. I'm telling you stuff that can be beneficial to you, but I care about me for real. Yeah. And I guess, you know, maybe that is a personal thing or maybe that is, I think I want, I always like to attribute it to like just being in like the mental health space in general or whatever. And, but like, it's like, you got to look and see how that can easily snowball into that, like off top, you know, insert meme. I love shitting on memes about such and such virtuous thing. But it's like, you understand that the people that like really like and repose us, none of them are going to take this to its highest degree. It's going to be completely stopped at fuck that blah or stop that this or separate from that. Or I found peace when I started like, oh, I saw one who was like, um, I liked it though. It was, it was, it was like, you know, the Drake line is like, I don't know. I started, when I lost friends, I started losing friends and finding more peace, whatever the fuck the bar goes. And it was like, when are y'all gonna start realizing that y'all was not peaceful at all? Like, you wasn't the peace. It was completely not, that was you. You wasn't, you not, it's not you, it's you, boy. Like, you, the fuck? I feel like, just even referencing that, the whole Drake shit, I know I brought it up earlier. Anybody I see that's putting a Drake quote in their caption, I know it's automatically going to be some bullshit. Like, knock it off. If if you quoting certain songs in your posts, not to say that it may not be a relevant post, not to say it may not have resonated with you in a specific way at that time, but specifically Drake, I just feel like you co-signing some bullshit and you don't really comprehend what could be said, what could be understood, what couldn't be gotten for that. You just looked at it from surface level. Yup, yup. That's right. I'm feeling that. Let me put that. No, don't do that. It it automatically just make me just. I'm a side eye you. I'm a really side. scroll. Yeah, scroll. Unlike, dislike, hate. Yeah, like I don't even really be trying to even just jump on like simply just the Drake thing. I, I even though he is at the tip top, y'all love a Drake lyric so bad. But yeah, I don't know this this whole thing of like I'm even over like you know I know. Motherfuckers jump down the throats of throw the pussy, pop the pussy, shake the pussy, suck my titty, get a bag, nigga. Like with the women, but like if I start hearing a nigga, if a nigga got too many songs, it's just like, you know, uh, niggas. Like if the if the fucking bar is like niggas, then look down on me or niggas and try to. Well, ain't nobody fucking tried it. Like, ain't nobody tried it. Like, I just, in my mind, I'm like, come on, nigga, this is the fourth album. Ain't nobody fucking tried to do nothing to you, Carl. Like, it's your motherfucking government name, dog. Ain't nobody tried to do a motherfucking thing to you. We've been listening to your music consistently. Shut up, man. Damn. Or if they are, how is it your fault? Like, what can you do about that? If somebody's coming after you, you don't... They just targeted me just because who I am. No, nigga, it's something that you doing that's attracting the bullshit. Niggas been praying on my downfall. Damn, nigga, again? Like, fuck, switch religions. Nigga, fuck. (laughs) 
All this praying. Like, oh, who you pray to? I don't even pray to that nigga. Right. It's a different type of prayer. You saying the prayer of Jabez and I'm saying some other shit. Like we're not having the same prayer. At the end of the day, how narcissistic do you have to be on that note to under to feel like other people are spending their prayers on you failing of all people? Not praying for me to get better. I'm not praying for my situation to change. I'm gonna pray for your situation to go through the shitter. How really you think people give a damn about you that much? Exactly. Move away from them people. Like, <laughs> shit, like it's you are them people. You are you are the people you need to move away. If you thinking that, you are the people. Niggas stab me in the back and all right, all right. Okay, we got it. <laughs> shit. Bitches don't love the nigga. It's like, okay, man. Like maybe these bitches don't. But let's let's discuss. Did you go? I'm not even going to say that stupid shit because motherfuckers like to say, you know, like, did she go to school? That'll make her a good person. But, like, did you, how were you assessing, Shotty, man? Like, did you really, like, fuck with her? Or it was like, the booty was fat. You know, she really cared about a nigga. She make a nigga feel good. Okay, man, we have to start. Like, we're the Jackson. Like, we have to start, like, I know this is a reoccurring thing. Y'all going to hear it again. Niggas, we just got to put just a little extra criteria in what the fuck make a good bitch, man. Like, you know, like she a good girl. Why? What the fuck? What did she do, man? Like, you know, she just fuck with me. Do you, did you ever think that you're a real fuck withable nigga? Like, just think, like, think, like, don't get arrogant, don't get, but like, are you a really? Well, you know, you what you doing? Do you you funny? You're considerate. Do you do you bring a perspective that she had? Okay, so like. Yeah, nigga, like you a fuck withable nigga now. You know it ain't. <laughs> That's it. Like, what is her criteria for like? like you be crying two months down the line about like she just not who I thought she was. That's your fault. That's your fault. I want to play the devil's advocate a little bit with that Love because it. she could be completely delusional and fuck with you because she's not in her right mind. You could really be a piece of shit. Like hey. you talking about? We're talking about like as far as what. What makes her a good person? But what makes you a good person? Do you understand what makes you a good person? Like, yeah, I'm a good person because you know I care about people. Okay. A drug dealer care about the junkies that buy from him. That doesn't mean he's a, a wonderful person. Like, you have to understand. What, what are the crux of your shit? Do you really understand you or are you just looking at everything? I can't even say surface level. You just got down. You glazing over yeah, the horizon. That's, that's another, like, yeah, I'm a good nigga, you know, I'm like compared to who, though? Like, right. Because I'm not saying like if you compare to your niggas, it's like the niggas is you know doing what they have to do, but also that niggas, that niggas a bum. He's a fucking menace to society. If we can keep it honest, like that nigga has like just completely been uh, annihilating women since fucking at least '03. Because, you know, Tawanda cussed him out one time in front of the lunchroom and now nobody can ever live it down. Like, so it's like, you know, I'm not saying I'm not knocking your growth, my nigga, but your growth really stopped at level four. This shit is, it, it, we're at least, we're all supposed to be at least somewhere around the 200 level scale. And you really stopped at 10, but you're comparing yourself to a nigga who stopped his growth at four. It's not saying, it's not even shit on you. Just do better. Like now, you might not have known better, but now that you knew better, Right. So in in the spirit of that, going back to the triple C's, the comprehension, the care, the clarity, how could somebody utilize that to get themselves from level 10 on a five level scale and realize how to catch up and understand a 20 level scale or a 200 level scale or a 2000 scale? I mean... From on a personal level, like I know, like it's been, I don't want to say easy, but I've just always had. I think that is the importance of having people. Once again, oh, it's time these fucking things together. That's the okay. importance. I feel like of understanding the currency of men, the currency of a provider outside of just finances. You know, like because I've seen and could pick apart like dudes that have been in my life. Oh, these are dudes that are just in my friend circle. Uh, that's a good trait. That's a not so good trait. 
But it was, you know, even like how we say barbershop talk, it's not just whatever. It's niggas put at the table. Like, I know I'm fucked up here, here, and here. And at least then it's like, okay, you put your things out and about. Now, you might not have had the resources or understood to go to therapy to work through those things. But it's like, okay, I can see where this person has taught me the trajectory. Like, I've had mad uncles that be like, nigga, I'm terrible here. Don't do that. Like, I'm not doing that because I'm, I don't know what to do with it. But I can tell you I've done this this way. This is the exact trajectory. I'd have done it seven times this way. It's not. It's not the business. It's not the business. I'm like, okay, don't do that. Even when I did it, some because I'm fucking hard-headed. I've done it my way. But I only did it to the scale where you did it to 10. I only really needed to do it to level 2.5. And I was like, ooh, shit, that's thing. Mm-mm, that's bad. But that's because I had things around me. And I've always had people that are around me to go, just listen. Like, learn to listen. Learn to perceive. Learn to go... You're not fucking right. Like, I think that's one thing people talk about. Like, say, if we use, um, what's something niggas love to say teaches you about? Like, sports. Okay, like, sports is whatever. Like, but we only use sports thing to teach you to be tough. Right. Sports teaches you to lose. Sports teaches you that you're wrong. I know how to fucking make a tackle because I've been, it's like, no, man, break down. Like, you've been just thinking you can run, you've ran through three or four niggas and just laid them out and nobody ever taught you break down to make this open field tackle. The day you learn that you've been tackling completely apeshit, you're now the number one star in the fucking city, in the state or whatever. And, and, uh, you know, so taking those, learning to use those skills and like apply this shit to life, nigga, like maybe you have been running straight through A, B, and C situation your entire life. Now somebody said, hey, nigga, you know, if you broke down, I ain't saying what you're doing is wrong, but that just doesn't apply everywhere. There are moments where you should probably break down and wrap around this motherfucking issue. Shit, there's sometimes nigga, you should just not even run there. Take the angle. Like, there's many ways to learn how to do this shit and applying those things differently. I think niggas have to get in the mood of, I did it by my motherfucking self. No, I didn't. I didn't do any of this shit myself. Like, whatever you niggas apply to, like, this bald motherfucker here, he didn't do it himself. I didn't do shit myself. There's pieces of other things that put this whole thing together. So I think we should get back to that because we're communal people anyways like we've gotten this whole like I'm getting into the labs or whatever but yeah selfishness is unnecessary individual mindsets very very individualistic and, and selfish mindsets which keep you from really understanding the people you're around the environments that you've put yourself in the the tools that may be around you that you would just have to extend a hand to have access to them really understanding what true care for yourself and other people is like Based on what you're describing, I paid attention to what motherfuckers was telling me. I took it with a grain of salt. I figured out how to apply that bitch perfectly. I didn't just dump it all that I was getting, but I understood how to pay attention to what was given and I appreciated it. But I also, I discerned who the fuck I was getting it from. I got some. I got. I got. Because I feel like we've been talking real soapboxing. We ain't said nothing to piss nobody off yet. <laughs> I think I got it. I think I got it right now. Because it's still and still in vain. Well, you must have been listening for these thirty some minutes. Like, oh my god, this is such a. Uh, here's your fucking shit. Let me take a dump on this table. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that, with that mindset of discerning, with you know, basically, Hove did. That's why I have to go through that. Like, I've had this conversation even in like relationships. Hello, my relationship people, my married people, I'm people with somebody right now, shawty who's been through 17 relationships and niggas ain't shit. How do you know you ain't been in mad relationship? I haven't been in mad monogamous, we are by ourselves, but I've been fucking for a long time. And these are people, some people I fucked and, you know, we had a couple like, see, you know, we had one to two times and it was a good weekend. You, I've been fucking you for a long time off and on like, and I've noticed that like that's a good nigga. You got my dick in your mouth. So, like, who's, like, but what you're saying, he didn't do nothing wrong. I'll tell you this. He didn't do nothing wrong enough for you to be here with me, my nigga. So, now I'm learning that, like, you know, this this traditional way that you guys talk about shit, you don't know what you really like. You're just saying a fucking thing. He don't know what he really likes because he's just running with what people told him what to do. Nobody's examining this. So, I'm not wrong for... You know, I'm not treating nobody like shit. Nobody's a number. You're not a nasty hoe ass bitch. You know, whoever's, we've all had that stupid face. But it's like understanding and examining that, like, hey, just because this is your 13th boyfriend, you're not better than her that just fucked 14 niggas this, these last two months because she just likes to fuck. 
she might be better off than you because she's at least going, all we're really good at is sex. Like we might've taken our precautions, take your precautions, kids, wrap that shit up. But, you know, she took her precautions and said, we and me and this person are only good in the sexual space. I'm over it. You know, we really aren't connecting. Cool. You, ma'am, because in the eyes of you, God, your grandmammy rolling over in her grave, if you ever get some date that ain't betrothed unto God, you've made a lot of unnecessary connections and situations that aren't that. You've just been running with the same thing and you've never examined. You did not learn from through the eyes of others. I've had friends. I've had friends. I remember you in high school. All my niggas was like getting in the high school relationships. They're like, you need to, I've been hearing you need to get a girlfriend. I'm like, nah, because y'all be done with these hoes in high school time frame. Y'all got a month, month and a half. It's a big fucking thing. Y'all acting weird at parties. She put some fucking shit on your locker. Cheater. Or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, you know, why are you with her? Like, she's cool. She touched my penis. And like, we used to hang out a lot. And it's like, all right, man, like, but you really, like, now you get the whole mental health shit. Like, you really only lived in that, like, infatuation phase of love. They called it love in my book. But as it's described, it's really just infatuation. Like, you, once the butterfly settled, you was like, you sat there, my nigga, like, when she talked, what did you hear? Oh, my God, bro, she was born. Fuck. Okay, cool. When he talked, was he cool? Nah, he just could fuck. Might not even could fuck. He just looked good and he had a scholarship or he looked good and he had a good major in biology, techno, physical, whatever it fucks. But once you realize that biology, techno, physical fucks make $500,000 a year and you're interacting with this nigga, it's like talking to paint. You were like, well, fuck. Now what do I do? Because I wasn't really examining. You just like, I've been interacting with this person for a long time. Like, it applies to relationships, you guys. So, all you guys that are in relationships, maybe it's cool. Or maybe you just next to a motherfucker because you just are doing stuff. Using that analogy of the the small framed surface level high school relationship, when we talk about people not progressing because they're not utilizing full healthy discernment. as adults or like people that are in like the 30 clubs and up like don't they still do the same thing yeah okay i just wanted to you know that's half these relationship rooms or conversations on any social media platform nobody and it ain't even like like i've had conversations personally like even about the poly thing i'm like i'm not even speaking about that as a nigga who's like I'm just saying, like, we don't move forward as we examine how we do relationships. Because I'm like, man, even if we're going to run with the monogamous thing, cool. That's what we all used to. That's where we're all conditioned. It's much easier to work in that space simply because we've all been taught that. But it's like, you're not even examining how this shit fucking works. Like, right. it's just, we go together, we stay together, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, we have to grow together. Do you understand what growth means? Growth means that. Shit, if it's this year or the next couple of years, I might not even literally be this same nigga. Like, oh, you know, you used to like, I don't know, fucking um, Apple Jacks. I hate cereal now. I don't eat cereal. I don't like milk. I wake up, I eat a fucking uh, fig leaf sandwich, and I do my morning, morning yoga. It's like, we used to drink Henny together. Are you ready for that transition? Or I used to be, or flip side, I like Henny now, baby. I want to eat some steaks. And, and and listen to Guwap, like you know, I'm a fucking uh, Harvard graduate. Yeah, I don't want to do that shit anymore. Or understanding, like, yeah, we might have to like consistently break down and pick apart why the fuck we're even together. You might have, we might get to year ten, and you got to really go. Damn, I have to reintroduce myself to this motherfucker. We don't know each other. We've been doing the, you know, and that, and. When I see some of these posts of people talking about like, you know, it's like the relationship trends, like the fucking whatever the fuck pages or, or you know, um, when he met, when we mad, you know, she just, I just grabbed her and kissed her in the mouth and it's like, y'all don't communicate. But it's like, also like some of these shits are like the most, and I don't want to say it like, when, like, but it's like really the most remedial yes. relationships. It's like, We've been together. I know that he likes, you know, his steaks medium rare. I know that 
he eats them with asparagus and a cup of water and I have his little big big cube in his fucking whiskey and then we don't talk for another 20 minutes and then we'll talk about daisies and the news and then we'll fuck and then we'll do this and it's like y'all are going to work like y'all really and I'm not saying everybody gotta have these deep fucking uh you know philosophical conversations like you Jordan Peterson every night but it's like is this like even the expectations thing is this your friend nigga like the same way you be bullshitting with your homegirls and sitting and doing nothing like motherfuckers be like you don't want to talk to like no doing nothing is where you can really feel the vibe and energy of somebody so if we can sit in this fucking space and like right now i've been kicking it here this like you know this time and i've been spending time with my sister that's my best fucking friend but there are moments when nigga we don't even fucking like go in there and close it though like because it's like it's even like that funny Patricia O'Neill thing. And she even says it like as a fucking young woman is like, yeah, I just, I like having my family and my loved ones energy around, but you don't have to be here. Like we don't have to be in each other's face. We don't have to, it's just, I know I'm secure with the fact that we are what we say we are to each other. That shit you said at the start of this, of fucking no destination music. It's like, stop putting all these things that make, we need to go here. We need to take these pictures. We need to do this. No, you don't. You just need to be able to coexist together. And it's like, I'm happy here. That's it. Be happy, help. For most relationships, because they're stuck in that high school remedial mindset, they approach it with the attitude of meek as opposed to approaching it with the attitude of boozy. I need the validation in the material shit. I need to be held at a certain status on a surface level. I need to be understood in a certain capacity for me to have the appearance of being happy as opposed to approaching it as I'm going to be as authentic as possible just because I don't care. Not I don't care in a fucked up way. I don't care enough to bullshit with y'all about who I am. I understand me. I'm comfortable with me. I'm going to do my thing and enjoy it. And I'm happy with that. And anybody else that's the same way is going to be around me and they're going to be happy with their shit too. Two totally different mindsets. One has a different level of comprehension and understanding of themselves. And one is approaching it based on, like you said, a surface level remedial. And I can't even say it's remedial to be honest. Like remedial would be a goddamn compliment for some of this shit. Any words that you can think of, y'all crack open your old school, like find find that old school SAT prep book that you got in your house. Like, Ooh, mundane. Mundane. Blow, blow the dust off that bitch and find some nice words, adjectives yeah. in there, nouns, pronouns, verbs, and adverbs. Just look through there and find all those different vocabulary that you can use to describe how surface level a lot of this shit is. And it's unfortunate. Even going back to the poly and monogamous thing, some people... I may hate poly relationships just because I've been conditioned to believe that it's wrong. I really don't understand anything about it. I don't understand anything about monogamy and that's what I'm what I'm identifying with. I identify as a Christian and I don't know shit about Christianity for real. I just know what I'm told in church every Sunday or whether I'm Islam or whether I'm Jew. Like, do you really understand what you're subscribing to? Do you have proper comprehension of it? When you think about it and implement it into your life, is there clarity? And do you really, really care about it? I think the honest conversations need to be happen, need to happen more. And I think even there is like a good place to start. Like, shout out to the gang. Like, um, I think honestly, if people listen more, like to either one of like I actually fuck up, listen to both shows. Cause when Moni come through and Moni have her Moni moments, I feel like Moni wanna make it hard for the for the world because it's like even our last episode, even though she wasn't like fully on board with like the wedding shit, a motherfucker flat out. I have seen motherfuckers literally like argue that like air is made out of bricks or some shit is is, is how they make that conversation go. And she was just like, I don't have a real answer except it's just my ego. I want the wedding, and I was like, that is amazing. Yes, that is a status, and that's. 13,000 steps farther than most yes. that'll make it 50 because as a no no, no it's I, I want that and it's like whether you want to change it or not is your choice but to at least start there you give somebody else that okay I can accept honestly if you fuck with somebody I can accept more like 
okay, at least you're telling me it's an ego response. So that way, if I choose to say yay or nay, we can kind of move forward with, you can be mad, but you're not, you're at least not even mad that I wronged you. You can be like, that makes you have to deal with, I'm, I'm, I'm mad because of my ego. And it's like, mm. like you get to start wrestling. You ain't got no choice but to wrestle with that. Right. Now you, if you're strong, you built for the, you, you got everything together. You come out better with all that wrestling. I don't have no, you know, I'm, I'm going to start putting my own personal things into why I would, how that, how I think that should turn out. But in the end, just staying with the fact that motherfuckers get stopped at, I don't want that part. Nah, you got to, don't do it every day, but moments where you need to wrestle with that core belief of why I'm doing this. And then you, that catapults into other things. Using her as even like a little slight example, like the ego thing. Well, now it's like, okay, well, are we doing this for love or doing this for ego? That's a tough conversation to have. Have it with yourself, have it with your partner, have it with whatever. But that's how niggas grow. Yes, talk about rims, talk about the Buddha ass, but talk about those. And don't just leave it there. Like, take that shit home. Like, mull on that. That's some, that's some fact you can chew. You can chew that shit for three or four months, and it might not click until next year. But it's like, damn, because you've matured. You've had other experiences. That's how, look at this shit in the long game, nigga. Right. Niggas get ready to fix, I mean, y'all to fix my life in the six-episode series. No, nah, nigga, fix your life. In six years, maybe. But that's that's the change that you referenced that a lot of us don't give each other enough empathy and space to make. I, I've been sitting with the I got with you in this relationship, going back to relationship um, analogy. I got with you at a certain point where I just received some information and I've been with you for five years. And for that five years, I've been sitting and marinating in this information that I got. And now it's just now starting to click. So by the end of year five, going into year six, we're not going to make it. Why? Because this makes more sense to me. And based on what I understand now, you don't fit my new understanding. It's not that you're a terrible person. It's not that I'm a terrible person. I just have finally started making some sense about this shit. And now I can see things a little bit differently. Even if I take an incremental change, you can get the change the size of an inch. It's going to change your entire perspective of everything that's in front of you. So I could move to the right for that inch and you may no longer be in focus. You may not be in my life side. I gotta if y'all not Marvel fans, then you're a dick. If you're not if you don't like watching like a cartoons. Small one, very small one, flaccid. Yeah, if you if you don't like watching cartoons, God you have such a limited, like small imagination. Anyway, what if, you know, y'all if you you know, the concept is it'd be one choice. It'd be one choice going left to right. Make breakups healthy again. Oh, Absolutely. Nigga, that's a nasty nigga, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, yo, hey. <laughs> we could take it further than that, though. I appreciate that. Shout out to Justin. Yes, make breakups healthy again. Oh, fucking nigga lost my point. Oh, but no. But, but what if thing is, you know, how we all watch the movies and they all things. One choice can literally turn into 50,000 different things. So, you really, you know, I don't know how to change my... Bitch, go left. You've been going right your whole fucking life. All you got to do this one day, go left. Change your fucking life. Bitch, go straight for all the fuck I know. We love you too, Justin. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. We appreciate all the flowers. But yes, just just being able to... Snapchat and fucking Twitter conversations, man. What about them? Content shit. Content will happen. It's just... I just just like to say, like, whenever I see... And even... and, And us... And the three of nigga, there is so much content left on the floor. Just you niggas don't even understand. So many opportunities that are—I won't even say they're missed. They're just not—they're not capitalized on. Like our cutting, our cutting room floor is like a ocean size. <laughs> I appreciate. It. Couple people within the last couple of days were like, "Y'all content is just so good. Like, who's in control of that?" And of course, you know, I got to give you your flowers for handling a lot of shit. But I'd be like, "There's so much stuff we miss because we don't have the opportunity to just sit on our phone all day and create shit." Well, I sock them niggas because I be doing. Oh, this is sick. Because I'll be home next week. This is my. This is my last week. Oh, this is nasty shit. <sighs> Should I play like the uh, the Dirty D thing? Something. What the fuck was that song? What was Thanos back right? That was call Hans Zimmer, nigga, because it needs to be. We need our own fucking theme music. Only thing I don't like, Justin, I appreciate the, you know the support, but when you talk about you, you telling us that you'll be home next week, don't use the devil 
emoji. Like that just makes me. <laughs> that's just that's the wrong. Don't do. Yeah. Don't. You send that when you send like eggplant emojis with the devil next to it. Like you about to drop some dick off. Don't. That's the wrong emoji to use. We love you. Appreciate you. But yeah, I'll be home next week. Wink, wink. Devil. Drop the dick off. Make sure you ain't got no drills when I'm coming straight in the ass. Like, appreciate it. But, yeah, come come on through. When you get here, you already know what time it is, brother. It's It's been a while, so come on down. But, yes. Pardon me. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I beg. Hey, man, hey, hey, uh, did you, uh, you see Umar said he wanted to fight Mike for the school. That school ain't going to ever get made. I thought it was, I thought it was already made but not finished like he has the site he's shown it before but it's just no teachers and it's not like completely set up i don't know man this is a display school if you got if those even exist you know just i think you got blueprints and be like you know are we ready conundrum here though because you're supposed to be the prince of pan-africanism but you talking about like I could fight tyson and last for five rounds for the check but you'd be fighting underneath a white boy's card and not not a culturally competent white boy either like all every bit of frat boy white boy status i'm sorry i mean that's true you five rounds no i don't no i'm actively decades younger than mike tyson and i'm five rounds do niggas know how long five no, they rounds is? They don't. They have absolutely no clue. As somebody that was a fighter for a period of time, one round lasts a long fucking time. Like when, especially in training, when you're training, yeah, a three minute round doesn't seem long because you're training. But when you're actually competing, that three like, minutes seems long as fuck. And we're not even talking about like five minute rounds. If you want to go for sure, like pro status, it's not going to be five, three minute rounds. That's not what it's going to be. It may be like five to 10. Like The freak of nature that Mike is also is like, he got back in like fighting shape at like 50. Yes. And, and, and also it's not like, okay, like a fighter got back in time, got back in shape. Mike Tyson is always in the conversation for somebody's greatest of all time. Yes. Like, obviously, we're all, everybody throws Ali, and that's obviously like a, but that nigga is always in the conversation for one of the greatest. He's in, always in a top 10 or top five. What? I got, I was out of this sport for what, 20 years in between fights? Got back into it, got in shape, and still did well. We right now, them same lady folk that's putting them Drake quotes underneath their pictures couldn't get in shape for summer. No, it's a yeah, bunch of it's a twenty three year old shorty that's like getting been getting her summer body ready for the last six years. Mike did that shit in six months. In six months, that is a different mentality. I have not seen Umar do a push up. Prince of Pan-Africanism all day long. I support you, brother, when it comes to pro-blackness. But when it comes to health and fitness and, and, and exercise and athleticism. You know what was another thing about that interview that I thought was weird? Like, I get, like, making salacious shit, I guess, for content, right. depending on whatever. But I watched, like, that part of him. And, you know, word, also, time out. Shout out to Mike for having, like, back-to-back combos with Freddie Gibbs and fucking Wale. Absolutely. People that you niggas are just not appreciating. And Absolutely. I just I don't understand it. But... In the conversation with Gibbs, like they gave, like Gibbs flat out took the time to give him his fires. He like said, I have gripes with him talking about if you do the interracial thing, that you just completely don't fuck with black. He's like, I disagree there. He's like, he says a lot of good stuff. And then turns around and says like, y'all disrespect me on your platform. It's cooning. And I was like, for disagreeing on one thing, like, what the fuck? I'm not going to call a nigga a coon. I would say, I, if I disagree with a nigga, I would be like, I'm like damn, nigga, like, what the fuck? I wouldn't jump off the ledge to call somebody that's been dubbed the baddest man on the planet at one point in time as a coon. That goes back to our triple C's. You're not comprehending and it's going to lead to you no longer having clarity when you get punched in your fucking mouth. And then you'll care. You'll care about that ass whooping that you got. Man, look, cancel culture be damned. 
I'm going to fuck you till you love me. I eat your kids. Fuck all this self-work. That nigga's in there. He might be it's deep under. He got to unlock yes. a couple levels, put his handprint, do the fucking retinal skin. But he's in the basement. Yes. What the fuck is... And Gangster Gibbs, like, Gary, like, you know, shit. Mike, 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 Mike all the Mike's from there. Mike, Michael Jackson, Joe Jackson. That's some scary shit over there in Gary, man. There's a lot of shit come out of there. Dope and moonwalking and right. hands. Just because you see Thanos working on his farm right now does not mean he's no longer Thanos. Niggas, see, this is because I, I I know we all love Pinata and we love fucking Alfredo and all this shit, but niggas wasn't outside when like that ESGN tape dropped and it was a lot of like, niggas didn't listen to DOA. Niggas didn't listen to Lay It Down. Like, leave them people alone, bro. Like, fuck. Like I, I listened to "Lay It Down" today, and in my mind, I was like, "Damn, a lot I almost committed a murder." Like, <laughs> fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, murdered them? Like, going? He's not coming back. You know, like got the fucking cam up. It's like, what's wrong with you? Come on, man. Shit. Growth. Yeah. Growth. Both of these around. individuals have had growth. Even if you throw Wale in there, who's not an aggressive type nigga to begin with. But but he did seem happier, which yes. I was happy to see. Growth. But going back to our conversation, people will see that maturity that you've made and completely forget what you're capable of. Because it doesn't resonate with me or I'm not comfortable with this version that I see in front of me. I'm going to completely dismiss everything that you have done or have the potential to do. Yeah, I think that is one thing where it's like, is it that or, you know, somebody catches you at like a happier space in life and it's just like, you might say or somebody, you know, just I've been forgetting who apparently I might have once been for like two weeks or whatever because I've been a nice person my whole life. Right. And I'm going to come and tell a story about, you know, me and they'd be like, hey man, like what but it's, it's a weird space. It's like that was a lot, but it's also like You've never seen that, so you'd be just acting like that's not there, and then you'd be pressing buttons you won't have to press, because it's like just it's accept that that everybody got a fucking level. Like, why would you fuck? Why would you even play with that? Like, why would you? Why you want to wake a sleeping giant? Like, let me let me stay sleep. Leave me be. Like those aspects of me that I have worked to recover and grow from. Please don't go poking the bear. Don't feed the animals. This is what I really don't like about that. Man, women, child, dog, chicken, cat, whoever does it. I never like motherfuckers be like, how could? Now, look, anytime I've ever said some wild shit to this day, I knew what I was doing. I'm knocking on this door. Open, like when you open the door, I'm not finna go like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I was knocking on this bitch for a purpose. Don't knock on a motherfucking door and then the nigga come out and you be like, I didn't even know that was in there. You shouldn't have been knocking, motherfucker. What's wrong with you? You should have paid a little bit more attention to what the fuck was going on. But you didn't want to, so now you are stuck with what the fuck you are left with. This is what you chose. Before we get out of here and we come back on Monday, what do you want to tell these people? What's your um, What's your final remarks? Like the final, the final thoughts. Uh, it's kind of I'm Eric real. Perkins. Of the- like, comprehension is important. Take your time. Like I do think everybody's real <laughs> with how they think about things, read things, listen to things. Even say the Freddie Gibbs thing. Like the conversation now. If you listen to the clip or um, whatever, you might try to say that somebody is, but somebody is saying shit about Doctor Umar. If you took your time to go look at the entire interview right after, even that little shit we said a week ago about the G Herbo thing, look at these things toked in their totality. I understand we're all scrolling through our fucking phones and shit, and it's one minute here, 30 seconds there, five seconds here for 20, but it's like, it's good, you can take your time. You can watch a stand-up and let a joke build, and it's still just as funny, if not funnier, than the five to 10 second um, TikTok you was watching. Everything you need to do, take your time, slow to, like, you know, somebody, it, was a, it was a Carlos Miller, like, tweet. I think he put it, like, pinned it. It's like, you know, I don't feel bad when I disrespected you because I gave you 500 times of, of, to pass. Like, right. 
take your time. Like I can blow up on you because I gave you mad opportunities to adjust. I took mad time to look at your perspective. You really tried me or really tried to hurt me or disrespect me or whatever. Now I lost it. But all this quick to anger, quick to jump, quick sit down somewhere. Like this person said a thing. It don't like if they need their ass whooped, you taking ten minutes to whoop their ass as opposed to jump, they gonna still get that ass whooped. Shut the fuck up for five minutes. Listen. Step outside of how you feel and take this shit in for all its perspective. How was this person's day? What did I do two weeks ago? Blah, 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 blah. Put that all together and then you go, you know what? You a fuck nigga. Great. Now we can move from there. But if you have no empathy or any... Empathy, I think, is comes with taking time too. You got to learn that skill. That's not some shit you just wake up with one day. Right. Take your fucking time. With that being said, people, we shall see you on Monday. Words of wisdom on... Chad Awesome's final thought. Thank right, y'all Chad, for tuning in. Wisdom, but it's, cool enough. it's okay. Just let it grow, grow in. Just get rid of the ball title and just let the stubble grow in and get a hairline. Man, look, man, look, fuck around. If if my success is anything like Chico Bean, you niggas gonna get this fired up. <laughs> me and me and fucking uh, shit, I'm moving on up to the east side. I do hey, Jefferson all over you. It was acceptable forty years ago. Why have we shifted to where men got to wear wigs for their security? But we can discuss that at another time. Y'all can go ahead and let the fry tuck fly if you are more secure within yourself. But the reason is y'all ain't. We'll talk about that at another time, you meek ass motherfuckers. We will talk to you on Monday. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate you as always. Thank you to those that participated in the chat rooms. Thank you for all the love and support. We didn't miss you. But we will see you guys here Monday. At 7 p.m. PST, Pacific Standard Time. Thank you again. Just a dope-ass podcast. See you later. Enjoy. Wrap it up, bitch. Yeah.